This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. is the new Old Norwich, the podcast that's more steady on than Splendid Rush, and we're determined to get our old Norwich city back. And do us a favour, if you know a Norwich fan who might like the podcast, pass it on, send them a link. Coming up, one month in, where are City? Flying high and Americans incoming too. To coin a Weber phrase, we've never had it so good. We'll also review our five key questions of the new season, and it's episode 49. We return to the 1950s. If we'd have waited one more episode, it would have worked better. 50 episodes, 1950s. But hey-ho, <laughs> we are going back to the 1950s for our memorable matches. Now, we've never had it so good. It was a phrase that Stuart Weber used in his interviews during the summer. We all mocked and joked and laughed at it. Uh, but apart from that Rotherham defeat, which, let's be honest, has slightly taken the gloss off what has been a remarkable start to the season, Dad. Where are you with Norwich City? Just your initial, can you believe that we've had such a good month? No, it's, I think it's, it's, it's been a real surprise, but a real pleasant surprise. And I think what's the most important thing is that the supporters seem to be enjoying themselves. You know, we've had last minute goals and celebrations and um some good away wins so um yeah no pleasingly um you know it, it, i'm i'm really pleased by what's happened um how how much has rotherham taken it off the, the, the I, edge it's that it's that predictable they hadn't won all season we were absolutely flying and we go there and a former striker scores one of the goals to beat us yeah i i just wonder whether i mean i think that the issue is is it just a blip or have other teams worked us out? Um, how much has Sarge's injury affected us? Um, is that is that David Wagner texting you saying <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't worked us out yet? <laughs> Could be John. No, but the, the, I think it, I think that defeat has raised those issues, isn't it? Hmm. If we if we'd lost at Southampton and won at Rotherham, or even drawn at Rotherham, maybe, it would have been a different scenario. But, it, you know, it was so good. And and, and to lose at, 
you know, even away to Rotherham was 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 a poor result. But the results against Rotherham are always two one. We either <laughs> win two one. <laughs> Well, they win two one. <laughs> so uh, I did think of that when they um, when they went two goals up. Actually, I thought, well, we're not going to win this one now. <laughs> so that was our that was our fifth league goal uh, game oh, of the season. Oh, yeah, we beat Hull City two one opening day. We drew four four at Southampton. A remarkably stupid game uh, in the second week of the season. Obviously, a couple of um, cup wins as well. A, a late winner at Queens Park Rangers to progress yeah. in the Carabao Cup. Millwall was a very impressive three one win at yeah. home as. Yeah was Huddersfield 4-0 thrashing uh, of course uh, absolutely outstanding uh, though with the big loss of Josh Sargent in that yeah. a, Bri- a Bristol City away win uh, again in the it's cup a good win. that was a good win as well wasn't it I think in the cup and then and then Rotherham as we yeah. mentioned I think with... the Huddersfield game was the one where I listened to and there's no doubt I mean Sargent's injury was a, was, was, was a big pull but we did we, we were already a goal up then so we didn't have to um um, you know, they had to come at us as yeah. well. We scored the goals at the right time. And I think I think things did break for us then. And I think you can even say that, John, over the games. I mean, I'm not, not, not putting it down at all because there have been great results. But the goals have flown in. You know, we've had a really good... Well, we're the top scorers. Yeah, and, and we've had a really good return on our chances. You know, Johnny Rowe has scored with headers and he scored five in five. Now... We all know he's not going to carry on like that. I mean, it may well be that by the end of the season, he might have no more than 10, 7 or 8. I mean, this is what happens, isn't it? You go on a scoring run, mm. but he, he he will not keep scoring like that because other teams will become aware of him and that sort of thing. Now with Sarge's injury, I think I think it just goes back to that. Rotherham performance has raised some doubts. I think it's just frustrating because Huddersfield, as you say, apart from the, the sergeant issue, Rowe was on a roll, literally. Barnes yeah. was, was getting in on goal scoring. Yeah. Fash, Fashionate was making it. part of, of, of what we're doing. Even Placetta was has been coming on and making a difference. And it yeah. and, 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 and it felt the same really. Everything seemed bright, didn't it? Everything yeah. seemed bright. This, and it's very felt the same, really, with that Millwall win as well. Another big three-one yeah. win against a team that we all thought would be near the top of the table. They're not having an amazing season, Millwall, this season. But it, I, I suppose my big alarm bells is a bit like what happened with Wagner when we built Millwall last season, in, when it was January, February, yes. March, yes. and then from that point on we struggled, as you say. Have have they worked us out? Yeah. Uh, and 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 you look at the way that we 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 had chances against Rotherham. Yeah. But we didn't we didn't convert them. Now That's we have right. been we said at the start of the season we're gonna to struggle to score. I mean, what do we know? They're top scorers at the moment with yeah, fourteen quite. with fourteen goals. But the issue is that was as you say, that's row on a run, that's sergeant chipping in. Even Eda uh, managed to, to get That's a goal right, yeah, uh, as well, which is important, I think, and, from his point of view. And but... not only Sarge chipping in with the three goals, I think he's got, hasn't he? But also, of course, he was playing that front man role, which he exactly. You know... But so the so the big question mark is: Can Eda lead the line uh, with with Fashner and Rowe uh, playing off him and Barnes slightly behind him? Yeah. That is going to be the huge question mark. Now, that obviously, is. we've brought in another striker. Yeah. Um, again, who, who would have thought transfer deadline day, just very, very quiet Carrow Road, it seemed like. And then you wake up the following morning and we signed two people just know, before the deadline. Very, very unlike it, isn't it? But you're, you're right, John. That's the other side of it. So is there a, a blip? Have teams worked us outside? But we've got Huang coming in. We've still got uh, Borgia Saints, of course, who's, who hasn't played yet. He should be fit soon. Even 
even Adam Forshaw, that's an interesting signing, um, and another defender. So, you know, there, there's some things going on. So, you know, fingers crossed, we can now pick it up again. But, I mean, we've uh, our next um, is our home game next against Stoke, and right. then Leicester, and then Plymouth away. They're the next three games, I believe. So, um, th- th- you know, that they're an interesting... Um, yeah, Stoke, Leicester, yeah. Plymouth, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so and, I, and I think that probably brings us on to what the question again I have. We're fifth in the table, yeah. So um, we were obviously second, and at one point we were top, yeah. Um, for a, for a short period, Leicester uh, obviously came back. Um, I think when we were being Huddersfield four 0 to go back to the top, but Preston the top at the moment, Ipswich second, Leicester third, Birmingham fourth. I think they're going to have a good season, season. Least, yeah, I think because so. of the Americans coming in there, yeah. Uh, Norwich. And then you've got Hull, Southampton, Bristol and Sunderland and Plymouth. They are top 10 at the moment. Now, we've obviously beaten Hull and drawn with Southampton. But we we haven't played anybody else in the top 10. And we probably played Southampton at the right time, in a way, because they're... You know, there, there, there was a lot of change. Going Although they were pretty useless last week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, they were they were they were they were dire. Um, but have we beaten anyone? And that you 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 look back through and go, well, we beat Millwall, we, we drew with Southampton, but actually, have we beaten anybody who's going to be at the top of the league this season? And that's a, that is what that's we're right. about to find that's out. That's right. Yeah, quite. So, if we get on to our predictions. So in the last episode, of course, the start of the season, um, and we apologise, we haven't really been around for a month. We've had a a busy month. It's been holidays for a lot of people as well. But uh, we asked five key questions, which we're going to keep asking all the way through this season uh, for Norwich to see where we're at. And it just gives us an overview of where we are as a club. So the first question of those five was, where will Norwich finish? Now, Dad, you said 12th and and I said 10th. Has this month changed your opinion? No, I, 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 I'm sticking with that at the moment because I'd like to think that we can carry on in the, this form and it, and it will it will develop. But at the moment, for the doubts that we've said, let's see how it goes. So I, I don't think, I, as I said, I hope I'm wrong, but no need to have a rethink yet. I think 10th, for me, probably feels right as well. I'm not going to change my mind because... We, we do beat clubs like Millwall and Huddersfield pretty convincingly, but then we go and lose at Rotherham. Yeah. And, and and for me, that's a, a, a big issue. And as I say, we haven't beaten a, a big team yet. Um, just looking at some of the the, the, the teams. So the, the team's been pretty consistent. He, he, he's been, yes. he hasn't been chopping and changing. No, that's right. I mean, Gunn, Gibson, Duffy, Stacey and Janulis in in defence, generally. Uh, McLean and Sarah, who was named Player of the Championship uh, for the Player of the Month uh, for the yeah. Championship. Yeah. Um, uh, Gabriel Saha has been very good. Barnes, Fashnet, Rowe and then Sargent, obviously now Ida, um, kind of replacing him with Placetta coming on and making a difference in, in some of the matches as well. Yeah. That, yeah. That's really been the team. And that's, po- that's, that's been fairly positive. As you say, Fashnet, Duffy, Stacey, Barnes, they've all come in, done one. Roe, of course, has come in from the youth side. And, and, and it's all been really positive, hasn't it? It's, it's made a big difference. Um, but but then, then that was around Sarge up front. So that, that you know, goes back to what we've said. There's just yeah. that issue there. I was glad that Barnes managed to pick up a couple of goals because yeah. actually, if you if you look at his ratings as a player, um, his ratings have been pretty low um, yeah. in terms of, of of what he brings to the match. So, I, I thought that was important to to 
that that that, that got on the score sheet because we need him to score as well. He's not just a we figurehead. Do. We do, and also, if not, you become Stephen Naismith. So yeah. we also, I think, we need Hwang to come in and make a difference because yeah, the goal so far, as you say, Leeds Gilbert got five by row. I've already mentioned that he's probably not going to continue at that rate. We've now got Sarge out. He's got three goals. Yeah. You know, you begin to look at that, and are we back to if if uh, Wang doesn't come off? You know, are we back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the season? Are we going to score enough goals? Now, you know, but as you say, that sounds a bit silly, bearing in mind we're the leading scorers. But this is this is a bit of a crunch point with this injury, and uh, um, I mean, I think I think we would be sitting here a lot more positive if um, if Sarge hadn't got injured in that game, don't you? Yes, had a real go. Yeah, and and what you also need now, you talked about those players coming in and and have have settled reasonably quickly. But you think Duffy, Stacey, um, and and Fashionette and Barnes came in very early in the summer, didn't they? And, the, yes. and, and basically played all the way through yeah. um, from Pretty the start easy. of the season. We've now yeah. bring in three players. Um, they've got to hit the ground running. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah absolutely. When we, when we really yeah. need them to. So, are yeah. we going to be lucky uh, with those signings as well? You're not going to hundred percent. No, well. that's right. Absolutely. Yeah, quite. Um, higher or lower than Ipswich was question number two. Well, we're on course for our prediction to be accurate there, aren't we? Yeah, we both said lower. <laughs> yeah, quite. <laughs> I mean, apart from Leeds, where Leeds went there and turned them over, and that was Farker's only win yes. as, as as Leeds manager. Again, you would argue, our Ipswich, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and look at the Ipswich fix list. I'm not no, 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 quite. But <laughs> are, can, can they beat the big teams? Um, now, what what will happen, and and to say what we were saying about whether Norwich will finish twelfth or tenth or wherever they are, the reason why I think we'll finish tenth, another reason is, is that we will beat most of the teams in the bottom half of the table, not yes. a problem. But can, but can you then be beat the big teams? That's the difference between being champions and being in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or being a halfway up, and that yeah, yeah. and that's the same for Ipswich. So yeah. we, we will wait and see. The only thing I would say, John, to that at the moment, I think if we end up tenth or twelfth, I think Ipswich will, will be higher than that. Okay, how well, long? How long will uh, Wagner last as as manager? Now you went early. You said Christmas. As it's <laughs> and again, it's a good start. Again, he's got to maintain it. What he can't afford to do is collapse like we did last year. Yeah, and but, that's the but he's going to have to collapse spectacularly with the start that he's made. But he did last made. year. I, I do agree. I do agree. I mean, it's, it's looking good. Christmas, he's going to have to spectacularly collapse. Absolutely. But, you know, will he be gone by Christmas? There's probably, what, still 10, 20% chance if it collapses. Yeah. That's all. Um, I, I said the end of the season, so I'm feeling reasonably confident about that at this moment in time, uh, to, to, to be honest. Uh, Stuart Webber is still here. We'll, I'll be quoting him for, for forever if he continues at the club. Uh, will he go to Leeds was, I think, the question. Will Webber join Farker at Leeds? Um, you said he would by the end of August. I said at the end of the transfer window, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Um, close of the window. Yeah, I mean, Zoe Webber said before the window closed, that during August, that they were looking at... Uh, uh, a short list of six as the re- replacement. So they're obviously working on that. Now, what's happened since, I don't know. So I think that's uh, that's still going on. I've obviously missed the target, but it, it, it still could be that something could happen um, before, you know, before the next window. I mean, we know he's leaving. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, not, it's, not as, it's not as though that is not going to happen, but no, will right. he go to Leeds? It doesn't, it doesn't look like Leeds are desperate for him. 
I do despite, agree. Despite, despite the, the fact that they're not playing you'd very have well. Thought, you'd have thought if that was all lined up, you'd have thought that had happened by now, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, unless, um, and we'll talk about this in a moment, unless it's all tied up with what's going on with the Americans, which we come on to our final question. What will the Americans do? Now, you said at the time it was too close to call. Cool. Yeah. They'll either invest or they'll jump ship. And I said they won't do anything until next season. They'd see how they get on. But I think so. I think you're actually a bit closer, although you're hedging your bets. You're, you're a bit closer because huge news uh, this week that uh, Mark Atanasio and his family will be increasing their share into Norwich City to have parity with yeah. Delia and Michael. So they will be joint majority shareholders. They will yeah. share uh, 40% each a stake of the club that brings them uh, obviously with a total of 80% and then the rest with the likes of your good self. Um, so he, that is going to happen in October. Yeah. Subject to uh, us small shareholders agreeing. Right. That um, because, because to do that, um, because we're a public company, um, the At- Atanasios should have then would have to make an offer to the minor shareholders, the other 20%, um, like myself, uh, to make an offer to them based on, I think, the value that uh, they paid for their other shares, something like that. What they want is to waive that. Right. And so we would end up, as you say, 40% with Delia and Michael, 40% with the Atanasios and the the other minor shareholders. So he doesn't want to go all in? Um. That's that, that's right. He doesn't want to go all in. He want he wants to get he want they want as well as Dealer and Michael to go with this forty percent. Right. And 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 is that something that you can't? I mean, they they said they want it to waive. So, um, yeah. I mean, these rules are here for a reason. Which yeah. is if you if you're buying so it's a straight into... vote of the twenty percent. If they Fine. vote in favour of the waiver, well, then that will go ahead as envisaged. And. I... I think it's unlikely that people are going to say no unless they actually think, well, I know I'd like some money for it. Yeah, but that's, not going to be, but that's not going to be everyone. Everyone's not going to sit there and no, say no, 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 absolutely no, no, no. I think, I think, I think you're right. The fe- the feeling is, I I just get a feeling that most people will um, will go along with that. I think, I think it's probably the best we'll we'll get. I mean, there are, there there are some plus points. It's quite clear that Delia and Michael could have made more from their shares. I mean, they're, they're reducing the value of their shares in the company by issuing this other 40% um, yeah. at, at a, quite a, a fairly reasonable rate. I think the Atanasios are getting a, a fair, um, a, a very fair price for that. So, you know, they're not uh, holding the, the club to ransom. The Atanasios, um, I mean, it's quite clear they're not going to put millions in. They didn't do that with the brewers um, in America. Um, it's not their style, um, but um, they are now going to put in. I think I think it's about is it about seven or eight um, million euros into the club for those extra shares. So there's more money going into the club. I think they've uh, the, re- the the reason a lot of the reasoning behind this is um, the club has got finance because they got those loans and course interest rates were going up. I think they they've um, helped to arrange. Um, cheaper finances that that's uh I, I think that's what's happened so um it seems to be going along um in the right fashion and that the, the club will be maintained but i don't it won't be as you say like 
owners coming in from America with loads of money and millions that we'll spend on players. I, I think the, the model is going to be very similar. Yeah. Okay, so we will uh, await that with interest over the uh, weeks to come. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us and, uh, and yeah. say whether I mean, you... From were... a personal, personal opinion, John, I mean, I said I knew it was too close to call. I'm quite glad that they're still there. It's still going forward. Um, I think that's a more positive approach than if they'd have dropped out. Or, or, or remained really... Or remained again. Yeah. yeah, or remained really silent. Or remain they, really they... silent, yeah. They have done what we asked, that, that, what, A, what they wanted. They wanted yeah. the shares. To I still can't quite that. understand why it's taken so long from February, but I suspect these negotiations about exactly what's been going on and the, 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 the other parts of it, like the finance of other things that have taken the time. They're the five questions. Where will Norwich finish? High or low in the Ipswich? How long will Wag- Wagner last? Will Weber join Farker at Leeds? And what will the Americans do? We'll, uh, of course, keep reviewing that as the uh, season goes on. And you can get in touch with us and have your say uh, on Facebook or Twitter. We're at John Cushing at Peter Cushing. You'll be able to track us down and uh, tell us what you think or whether you disagree with our predictions. Are we being... I think we're being pretty confident about how Norwich have started this season. Uh, I don't think it's changed remarkably. We are... What we're saying is the next few weeks, uh, as always in the world of football, are crucial. Uh, this, This is the new old Norwich. Stay with us. Uh, We're going to continue our memorable matches discussion coming up, and we're going way back to the 1950s. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the new Old Norwich, the podcast that's more steady on than Splendid Rush. And we're on to the memorable matches section of the podcast. The new Old Norwich, that's what it's all about. It's not necessarily just always talking about the uh, the uh, glory days of uh, the current season, but uh, looking back to the glory days of our past. And boy, have we had a few. We've already discussed the playoffs, the misery uh, of Cardiff, but then uh, becoming worthy champions just a few years later. We are rewinding right back, though, to when Dad first started uh, watching Norwich City or, or, or knowing about Norwich City and seeing it in the pink and, and hearing about it from his granddad uh, to the 1958-1959 season and the famous FA Cup run that even I know about uh, in 1959 when they were remarkably 11 matches, 11 matches from the first round of the FA Cup to the semi-final replay. Um, it was a remarkable time to be a Norwich City fan, Dad. It, it, it was, John, and um, as you say, 11 games. Um, but because we're going back so far, I'm, I am just going to set the scene a little bit before we get into the um, matches. In fact, um, you, you said it was about the time I started to go. I went to my first match in September 1958, just two months before that cup run started. Um, so you went, were the lucky charm. <laughs> I, could have, I kicked it all off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was 10 years old and stood with my mum and dad in the open terracing in the South Sand. And we beat Rochdale 2-1. It was a September day. So that was the first time I went. But as I said, just setting the scene, at that time, after nearly 40 years in the Football League, City has spent most of that time in the third tier of English football. 
Division Three, and there'd only been three divisions until 1958. Um, yeah. Only once in that whole nearly 40 years had City been promoted, spending five years in Division Two, and there'd been the odd cup, uh, uh, you know, individual cup victories and that sort of thing. But that that was the extent of their achievement. Now, when you think of that 40 years, John, you look back 40 years now and the number of promotions and that. Um, it is quite remarkable how yeah. um, how little there'd been. Um, then, as we got into the mid fifties, can I can I just yeah, ask a very yeah. quick question? Yeah, of course. It, it was that just a Norwich City thing? No, was, was there not much movement across all of the football? There was, no, I because, don't think, because yeah, there don't wasn't think there, was. there but, wasn't the, the money that was coming in and and things yeah. changing and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and the club that really the big clubs dominated were from London and the northwest. And because they had the big crowds and the big crowds and and the northeast and that sort of thing. So so city, you know, in a rural situation, we played well. And it's, you know, I said I went to see him play Rochdale. That was the sort of level, really. I mean, if you look at that league when I first went to see them, most of those clubs are in non-league football now. Right. So in a way, it shows City had done quite well because a lot fell by the wayside. How on earth did they get? How did the Rochdale team get to come and play at Norwich? Do they like get the train or something? They would mostly by train. You'll 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 hear as we go through the cup run about train journeys and that right. sort of thing. It was most mostly by train, but it's a good it's a good point actually. Um, that so we we then come to we, we, this is just before I went, but in December nineteen fifty six, um, the club revealed it was unable to fund the cash to pay the wages bill. We were in a run of poor form, falling attendances. Eastern Counties newspapers the EDP and that as it is now, stepped in to pay the wages and an wow. appeal fund was established to raise 25000 to keep the club afloat. And that was the time when they went round the ground um, at home matches with blankets so supporters could throw their loose change into the blankets to keep the, uh, the club afoot. Now, two names that you'll remember from that time, John. Um, at that time, all the directors resigned Jeffrey Watland came in as chairman, so yeah. that's a name that you remember from later on. And Arthur South was the Lord Mayor of Norwich, and he set up the appeal fund. Wow. Okay. So that was December 1956. The club did survive, but in 1950, at the end of that season in 57, City finished bottom of the football league. Um, uh, that's the football league totally. So, in the, you know, if it was nowadays, we'd have gone into non-league football. But fortunately, yeah. there was no automatic relegation then. They applied for re-election and we stayed in that uh, that third tier. So it was pretty dire. The point I'm making here, you know, this is why this cup run was uh, <laughs> so tremendous, really, because it really came from a, the depths of despair. Just one other further bit of background before we get on to the, uh, the, the, the games. Up until 1956, all games at Carroll Road had to be played in the daylight. There were no right. floodlights. So my, you mentioned my granddad. He never went to Carroll Road to watch a night game. Right. And you think of the splendid times we've had with night games under the lights yeah. in all those years. Up until then, so more or less up until the time I started, there were no, there were no floodlights at, uh, at Carroll Road. So relatively speaking, when I started football, Watching football in the early eighties, yeah. night night games were actually reasonably new in yeah, the big scheme yeah. of things. Yeah, absolutely. Only twenty years or so. Yeah, because people still talk about 
like you've talked about Carrow Road's atmosphere, and I remember that, but like Anfield on a on a European night or absolutely a, um, yeah, at Old right. Trafford or Celtic yeah. Park or whatever, yeah. and and uh, but of course, it, effectively that's started in the nineteen sixties. Effectively, yes, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, as I said, our, our floodlights were installed in nineteen fifty six. I don't know. But you're talking uh, mid, even mid fifties. You, yeah, you, yeah. You, you're not talking like your football had been going on for fifty years by that point. Yeah, yeah. So this and, was a new, this was a brand new thing. Yeah, and in this cup run, we'll discuss. You'll see the games we discussed. There were replays that were held midweek afternoons. Yeah, because I mean, even European games, even when we were in the UEFA Cup in 1993, we had an afternoon game. Yes, in Italy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that they just did not want to pay the meter. They didn't think they'd get a big crowd. <laughs> <laughs> funny very strange <laughs> so we've set the scene and just two months after my first visit to Carroll Road um, City uh, entered the FA Cup at the first round stage as you said earlier John none of none of us thought on the 15th of November 1958 that they would cut much ice in that season competition you know in the background that I've described to you um, and at that time we the the first team hadn't won a match at Carroll Road for a couple of months. <laughs> so it's November. We hadn't won for a couple of months at home. And we, we have our first round match at Carroll Road against non-league Ilford. Wow. And the majority of a crowd of nearly 14,000 were given a shock as Ilford took the lead. Although we equalised before half time, the threat of a replay did not disappear until the last 10 minutes when we scored a third and won 3-1. And, and Ilford, for anyone who doesn't know, is in East London, kind of yeah. Essex, metropolitan Essex type uh, yeah. area. Probably a bit, a bit of a rival to West Ham, probably. Um, yes. In, in those days, late Orient, that kind of area. Yeah, yeah. I think the most important thing about that game, though, that, that uh, Archie McCauley, the married manager at Norwich at that time, that his team was beginning to take shape. So we're through the first round. And we then get drawn at Swindon, like us, a team in the third tier. Um, as we as, as we said, John, these are the sort of teams that we were uh, mixing with. Second round, um, uh, away at round two in Swindon. Two, we, we drew that game. And two days after that, the beginning of December, we got the tremendous news that if we won the replay at Carroll Road, our third round opponents would be a home tie against Matt Busbury's famous Busby Babes. Wow. So Swindon, as I say, like us in the third division, took the lead in the first game. We equalised before half time. There were no further goals in that game, but so well did we play, and you know, you begin to see a turning point here in the second half that Swindon looked glad to hear the final whistle in that first game. And now the re sorry, that, John. That would have been a Saturday afternoon. That's a Saturday afternoon. So the replay was then. If there were no, if if there were no floodlights, though, you couldn't play at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, could you? I haven't really seen that. I mean, obviously, all the games did used to end at twenty to five. There was only a ten-minute half time, and they rarely went on behind beyond quarter to five. Right. So, um, um, and I can't. I mean, I can't remember games being brought forward very much. But obviously, obviously, it would have been getting dusk in those games. But I think that was just how it was. Yeah. Okay, so quarter to five. Is 20, I mean, 20 to five. A lot of games ended at 20 to five because yeah. we had 10 minutes and, and there were a lot of injury time, to be fair. And we, was, I, I would be out of the ground, walk all the way up Riverside Road and be on the bus to hear the five o'clock results on Sports Report. 
Wow. And now we know matches. Yeah. Well, how many how many goals have we scored this season in the 99th minute? <laughs> Quite. Uh... So it was it was different. And and going back to that very point, so the replay then against Swindon on the Saturday, the following third was the Thursday afternoon. Right. Now we had floodlights then, but I suspect we didn't use them because of the cost. Yes. But you know, the, the club was in a it, uh, it was an afternoon. But they they always played on a Thursday afternoon because that was half day closing in Norwich, so it gave people who worked in shops, like my dad, the opportunity to go and watch games on a Thursday afternoon. I was going to ask that because I thought half-day closing was Wednesday and Saturday, but it didn't no. vary from city to town. That's right, absolutely. And in, in Norwich, it was Thursday. And the other thing, interesting, it's not like, you know, you play a UEFA Cup game on a Thursday, you don't play it on Sunday, you still turned out on the Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, <laughs> absolutely. So okay. and we won, we won that replay 1-0. So that brings us probably in a nice place to finish um, into a huge match um, against Manchester United and a huge match for many reasons, not only yes. the fact that they were Manchester United, but for, for what they had been through yeah. um, in, yeah. in the previous seasons or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But that, that, that is a good place to stop, John. And and, and, and actually as well, um, I said in that game against Swindon, you could see the, the, the confidence begin to grow. Um, and for the first time in that, that Swindon first game, we played the team which was to carry uh, uh, all before it in the following months. A team which even 60 years later reels off my town. Nethercott, later Kennan, Thurlow, Ashman, McCrowan, Butler, Crow, Crossan, Alcock, Bly, Hill and Brennan. There you go. Uh, just off the top of his head, uh, we we will continue our memorable matches from the nineteen fifty eight fifty nine cup run um, in the next episode, which we will hope won't be in, a, in another month's time. Um, but we should be on, on more schedule. We'll be back um, with the next next episode once we've played a, a few more games of football and we know whether Rotherham was a blip. This is the new Old Norwich, the podcast that's more steady on than Splendid Rush. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.